We're good. All right. Thank you for joining us on the New Milford Youth Agency podcast from the YA Media. We're your hosts, Jack Morrison. And Cole Bartman. And our guests today are... Ivani Butera. Wanda Filer. And we want to thank you guys for taking the time to come meet with us during uh, Hunger Action Month. I know you guys have been pretty busy, so could you tell us about your recent Walk a Mile project? Sure. Um, so Walk a Mile um, is actually called Walk a Mile for a Meal. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the 20th year of us doing this through New Milford Social Services, and oh, it's wow. to benefit the New Milford Food Bank. Hmm. So it's been a long, around a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, basically what it is, it's a, it's a real... Uh, in some ways, it's a very simple project, but its value and importance goes such a long way. Mm-hmm. And what it is is that we invite groups from the community. Um, a lot of the high school groups will come, like the um, uh, some of the athletic groups, uh-huh. um, um, some of the honor society groups. We have a lot of Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, church groups. Uh, sometimes it's just families. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they do is they sign up to walk from the Big Y to uh to the town green and that's about a mile so that's mm-hmm. how it got its name and before they walk they uh, walk into big y and they purchase at least ten dollars worth of groceries uh, per member and um and then take the bags up there and it's a way to help replenish the food bank bring nice. awareness to the fact that there are people in our community that are food insecure and this year we had 221 walkers wow and, and this only takes about an hour two hour and a half so that's mm-hmm. kind of neat um, and we raised over 3,825 3, pounds of food, um, which actually gets us just under th- just about two and a half, three weeks of the food bank. So it actually, that amount of food actually goes pretty quickly. Yeah. The food bank. Wow. Yeah, it's, I had for my Boy Scout troop, I know a bunch of them went on that walk for uh, Troop 58. So a bunch of them went there. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, so... Our listeners at home, they're not going to be hearing this uh, podcast until around October. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about like food insecurity and like how it really affects people in New Milford? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you want so to start? we have an average about um, 160 families that come to the food bank to, to um, shop every mm-hmm. Thursday. Wow. Um, and that's usually about 260 monthly. And that's, mm-hmm. if you take into consideration, that's just a family which can contain, you know, four to six people or two to three people. So it's an average of about 700 people that we feed mm-hmm. uh, each week. Um, we've seen an in- increase in the last couple of months, maybe an additional 15 families, new families coming to the food bank. Why do you think that might be? Um, we're going with the pricing of everything oh. going up, oh, we're going into the mm-hmm. winter. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's oil, electricity, mm-hmm. and what do you do? You pay your oil, electricity first because yeah. you want to have that and your rent. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a scary point, and and we've noticed that there's more um, combined families, multi generations. So you're looking at the mother, father, children, mm-hmm. and the grandparents are living at, at, in the home now because this is the way they're able to manage. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. is, um, it's, it's a scary thing. Mm-hmm. And Wanda, you just um, you just uh, updated your stats for the first three weeks of September. It's like we already had 22 new families. 22 wow. new families. So we kind of already exceeded that average. Mm-hmm. And um, Jackie kind of hit it, you know, the, the nail on the head in terms of the fact that prices are going up. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, 
um, a lot of families are dealing with, they're not dealing with any increases in their income. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You have seniors who have uh, what we call fixed income, they're mm -hmm. basically pensions or social security, there's no changes there. And then you have other folks that are just, you know, they're not getting the raises yeah. to, and yet they have to continue to pay for childcare, they have to continue to pay for um, gas to fill their, their uh, car tanks. Mm -hmm. um, and then as Wanda mentioned, now they're starting to look at uh, added expenses of other things going up and utilities and yeah. uh, heating is one thing. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of things to manage. Yeah, I know my parents, uh, I know because a lot of the bills that we have, we pay them off pretty quickly, but we've had issues before in the past with like when the, the crisis happened back in 2008, there was a lot of issues with people that we knew too. And it was just a, a big mess for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Are there any stigmas for people that go to these food banks? Are there, are there any like, you know, people that get treated differently because of it? Um, let me ask you guys first, what would, what would you think some of the things would go through people's minds or perceived stigmas would go through people's minds before they came into a food bank? I mean, from, for how I would feel, I would feel bad for someone like that. I wouldn't necessarily like judge them yeah. for not being able to afford it. I would just feel kind of bad for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really do appreciate that answer. Mm -hmm. Um, because um, there's just so many, you know, so many good people out in Milford. Mm -hmm. um, and we have such a supportive community that really just wants to help others. But when the, when it's, when it's you, you know, when, when we have folks that come in and say, a year ago, I was donating to the food bank. And now something has happened, something out of my control. Um, you know, you mentioned 2008. And of course, now we see now um, in 2021 and 22, where it's something that that they were moving right along and other factors that come in and now they're on the other side of it. And some people just kind of feel like it's it's a really hard thing to do mm. is to come in. Um, we try really, really hard um, to make it a, um, a welcoming place. Um, people go in and we call it a choice food bank. They go in and they shop um, and they get to pick out their own food. And we have, um, big freezers and refrigerators so they can pick out um, a lot of fresh food. Um, we have a lot of gardeners um, right. and uh, local farms that contribute to fresh vegetables. Yeah. So we're leaving with a lot of things and all we wanna really do is just help them offset so they can put that extra bit of money to mm -hmm. pay for that difference in gas or you know, get something special for their, their child that's in need mm -hmm. um, or pay that extra bill. Um, so. You know, we hope that the stigma isn't there, but we kind of all know. Yeah. Um, usually the stigmas are um, brought on by yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a matter of just kind of taking a deep breath and knowing you're not alone. Mm -hmm. um, so, and we hopefully that people will feel comfortable that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can we specifically talk about uh, children and teens in our community? Uh, what the role of schools play in when it comes to feeding children? And how do you think that's changed over the years? So um, going back to the fact that New Milford is like an awesome community that really helps their neighbors mm -hmm. um, are, you know, some of our biggest partners are the school systems and the teenagers and the kids. Um, you know, you guys are, are out there and you guys have just really know like what to do and to take action. And that's the biggest piece is to mm -hmm. take the action and to, um, make it a conversation, take that conversation and turn it into something. 
and the schools have always been supportive with amazing food drives, um, thinking out of the box, um, beyond food to personal care. Um, really listen when we are, you know, when we speak, you guys really absorb everything that we're saying in terms of the fact that um, sometimes the most expensive things are not the food items, but the um, the things that keep us going, um, yeah. you know, in terms of your, your deodorants and your soaps, mm-hmm. um, your diapers for your babies and mm-hmm. so forth. Um, not to mention that the schools and, and the youth have been really supportive in um, another one of our programs called the Santa Fund, um, which is the holiday gift program. Mm-hmm. And adopting um, other kids um, anonymously, of course. I've done and that before. You've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. How was it for you? How was your experience? It was nice. You know, it was good to help people. Uh, mm-hmm. My grandma works at Abbott Tech, and they have like a it's like a tree there, and you can mm-hmm. you can like adopt a kid and help. So I know it helps out a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And you know, we've seen it through the school systems. Mm-hmm. We've seen it through extracurricular activities that that teens are involved in. Like so. So, you know, what's amazing is that it's not just like you're in school and your teachers are like, think of something nice to do for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you're, you know, I've seen youth that are out there in the Girl Scouts and Boy Scout troops. I've mm-hmm. seen it out there in their faith communities and their churches or synagogue and saying, how can we help our community? I know. Let's help a food bank. You know, let's do something for social services. And that's usually an idea generated by the youth. Mm-hmm. Um, even down to athletics, we've had um, uh, some teams that have said, you know, can we help purchase socks and sneakers for anybody else who's interested in running because we really want to see other kids have that opportunity and have a, a, you know, an equal opportunity than everybody else has. So really just thinking of putting yourself in that place and really being empathetic. So um, how it's changed over the years, I think, is just something that's just been growing um, in a really positive way. Um, it's just a message that, that you know, you guys pass on, you know, so as other kids come into um, into the school system and move up in grades, they see what other kids, what cool things you guys did, and then they keep doing it. And, mm-hmm. and it's really just, that's just been growing and it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely believe that that makes New Milford a really unique place because I moved here in sixth grade and um, where I used to live, they definitely had resources, but New Milford has way more. And um I was wondering if there's any sort of barriers that New Milford sort of lacks on in this um, field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. You want to start? With Transportation, that? as you know, that we don't have that that many. Um, if you don't have a vehicle in New Milford, it's very hard yeah. to go grocery mm-hmm. shopping. Um, the bus lines aren't as often, and, and not getting you to where you want to be. So you'll see a lot. I've seen a lot of our seniors or a lot of uh, people walking to the supermarket and carrying their groceries back. So that's something, I don't know how we address it, but it is it is a barrier, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, we're obviously we're part of Litchfield County, mm-hmm. which is a, more of a rural community than other communities. We don't have a major city, yeah. you know, that close to us. And you all probably also know that land-wise, New Milford is the largest town yep. um, or municipality mm-hmm. in Connecticut. And, you know, as Wanda mentioned, even though we have um, the bus system, uh, it can't venture out to the hills of the Milford and yeah. the windy roads and the small roads um, that go beyond a certain uh, diet, you know, circumference around the middle of our town. Um, so transportation is a, is a big is a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Are there some outside agencies that you guys work with? 
there's a lot of agencies we work with. Um, you know, definitely we, um, you know, rely on the support of other agencies to get what we get done. Um, you know, one example is, um, well, let's take your agency. Let's take the youth agency. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You guys are fantastic supporters of us. Um, you guys come in and help us, um, you know, sometimes behind the scenes with our programs like the gift program. Um, you've done things with food for us um, and um, and done a lot of volunteering. You guys, we join you guys every uh, every two years. We do the bike day yep. together, mm -hmm. um, which is absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and so we definitely work closely with you guys. And um, we also do a lot of work with the Senior Center. Uh, mm -hmm. Since our food bank is uh, open to seniors and we have a wonderful senior center that works primarily um, for the needs of seniors, if they see a, a senior in need that needs food, they'll they'll bring them over to us. Um, and so we can help fill that gap. Um, we also have a lot of other, um, we have a, we're fortunate enough to have other resources for food um, in New Milford um, that we try to work together with. Um, we actually have a, a, a food insecurity team. We, we, we're kind of starting to call it New Milford Fit. It's kind of a, a new title for us, but we've always kind of worked together. Um, so like with Camilla's cover, mm -hmm. um, who helps a lot of children and their families. Mm -hmm. And the Our Daily Bride, which is out of the Methodist Church, um, Loaves and Fishes, mm -hmm. and then there's a mobile pantry that comes once a month. So what we try to do, and of course there's the culinary school. Um, so what we try to do is, um, if we can, we'll share resources and communicate with each other best practices to make sure um, and um, we don't overlap services you know because you know I guess you could say maybe a limitation for us is that we are typically open nine to four mm -hmm. or by appointment mm -hmm. um, to help anybody who needs food um, you have Camilla's is open Fridays um, in the evenings mm -hmm. um, our daily bread out of the Methodist Church opens on Thursdays they start opening at three o'clock but they don't shut down to six mm -hmm. so if somebody tries to get to us and they're running late from work and we shut down at four well, they can just go across the street and there's another food bank right there. And of mm -hmm. course, Loaves and Fishes has the meals. So we do work with a lot of agencies, and that's just a few, mm -hmm. um, to get the, the job done. Um, because, again, it, it does take more than just uh, one mm -hmm. to serve the entire community. Yeah. Um, you're talking about, like, the senior center and um, more specifically, like, families in general. How, how do you think they find out about these services? Um... We try in many different ways. Sometimes it is just word of mouth. Um, a lot of people come in just because they're talking to their neighbors and their friends, um, or uh, it could be a teacher or a social worker from school. Um, it could be someone from their faith community um, uh, that tells them. Um, we have our website, mm -hmm. we're on Facebook, um, and then other agencies um, like the Youth Agency um, or the Senior Center will say, you know, there is a food bank in town and this is the agency that runs it, and why don't you connect with them for that? Mm -hmm. So um, there's a lot of different ways, you know? We try to get things out, um, hopefully in different ways. You know, social media is a really great help yeah. for those mm -hmm. that are active on computers, um, but for those that aren't, then word of mouth um, and telling other professionals is really important. Yeah. I think it's also important to say, sometimes when somebody signs up for the food bank, there's other things that are going on behind the scene that they're not, um, able to express or don't know that there's resources so it's always we always have our our, um, our social workers that sometimes will step in and take five minutes and talk to the person or, mm -hmm. or see 
what else is going on that we can help mm-hmm. with. Yeah. That's actually a really good point. It, what sets our food bank aside, you know, and, and um, we really um, uh, are really, you know, glad that we're able to, to have that is because we're connected with social services um, is that we do love to have a conversation with people who are looking for food because if you're coming in looking for food, there's probably other financial issues going on and you don't maybe don't know there's a heating program out there or we can help you with a bill mm-hmm. or help you with rent or mortgage um, or connect you to something else. Um, even it, you know, if it's not reducing any expense, maybe we can help you with a different kind of job. We can connect you to those folks out there that help increase your job skills so you can have a better career mm-hmm. um, you know, and something that, that is more meaningful to you and can meet your financial goals. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really a great opportunity because we can be a full, well, we're a full service food bank yeah. because we can do more than just give you food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a friend actually, I know you mentioned Camille's cover before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he built an Eagle project and he put these food boxes around. So I know like for mm-hmm. how some people can't get around to all the, the shelters, they can go to these boxes at like popular mm-hmm. locations. Like I know they have one at one of the nearby churches. And yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He built six of these boxes and he's going to put them all over the town for people to go to and they can fill it up with food and you know, take what they need. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's you know, it's a, it's a really um, neat project that Camilla's is behind. They're called blessing boxes. Yeah, blessing boxes. Yeah. and um, I, you know, I, I think that's great because you know, you you definitely want to try to fill those those gaps. You know, we can't always, we can't all be open at the same time, and especially the weekends, right? And and sometimes a food emergency comes up at all different times, and I think those are absolutely wonderful. Um, and you know, so but. You know, again, my hope is if someone is going to a blessing box, that they also realize there could be something else out there besides this, mm-hmm. in addition to this. You yeah, know, they can still do that. But please know there's other ways that your town can help you. Mm-hmm. And you know, come see social services if you're a senior. Go to the senior center. Um, you do both, or at least call us. Um, or email us and we can start the conversation and then you can not just think like that's the only thing you can do but it's a it's, a, it's a, again a really neat opportunity because this this community really tries to think again out of the box mm-hmm. um, to try to try to make sure we can reach as many people as possible for food mm-hmm. yeah I know because you guys have so many different problems you try to cover it's probably very difficult if you could just solve like one of these problems which one do you think you would solve <laughs> like you have like a magic Gosh, wand, you can just yes. you can solve one. Oh my! <laughs> um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a big long. question. I know, and I have a long list. Yeah, but I think well, Ivana he... has a perfect. Do I? Yes, that perfect <laughs> phrase that you say there. Um, I had to yeah. put some thought into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so it, you know, it's magic wands are. I I would love to have magic wands. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, you know, there's so many, I could do a whole nother podcast on that. Uh Um, You know, if in some ways, I think because we have so many creative people in this community and so many people who care um, that even though we're never going to completely fill the gap for food insecurity, um, I think there's been very small magic wands going around. (laughs) Um, You know, the fact that we have you know, I just named off four or five agencies that are all in their own way handling, mm-hmm. um, you know, dealing with food insecurity and um, different ways. And we have, the, like I said, the blessing boxes. We have, you know, us that, you know, we have, maybe we're open here, but because we're a full agency, 
we can do things by appointments. We can do other pick other times so someone doesn't miss an opportunity. So there's a lot of small things like that. Um, you know, I would love to wave a magic wand right now and, and have the housing prices go down a bit. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so we don't lose some of our friends, you know, and some of our neighbors who yeah. are being priced out of um, our neighborhoods, um, uh, whether they want to buy, you know, a different kind of home, um, be a first time homeowner, yeah. or take some time to rent until they can make that decision of how to move forward. Um, that would probably be my magic wand. So yeah, um, I do have a quote my Wanda was reminding me of. Um, I've lived by this, I, I've, I've lived with this quote in my mind and share it as many times as I can. Um, and it's it's from a woman named Margaret Mead. Mm -hmm. um, she's an anthropologist from, from years ago. And she says, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. Um, and I would say if anything's going to be a magic wand is that you continue to have um, even the smallest of groups know that they can have a greater impact. Mm -hmm. And um, just like one pebble thrown into a pond that causes a ripple, um, it's the small changes that create the bigger changes. Um, and they've actually made the longer impact because they've had, they've stood the test of time. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Um, Jack, I understand you've worked with uh, Dr. Desidori. Uh, Dr. Desidori on mm -hmm. a story about food waste. Uh, what does food waste have to do with social services? Probably going to need some help from these guys, but at least from the little bit that I've looked into it, I know some foods, not all foods, but there's a few foods that you can keep past the best by date if they're preserved correctly. So I'd say that it connects to social services because we can, you can keep more food than it apparently seems like, and you can bring it to these shelters or all these places around town to help people. And, you know, if people become more aware of, you know, how to preserve food correctly and, you know, the the benefits to giving it to people that could really use it, I think it would really benefit the town. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. Mm -hmm. The best buy date is not, doesn't mean it's, it's bad. Yeah. It could be another six months. It could be another year before it actually goes bad. And if it's take, preserved correctly in the right temperature, it should be mm -hmm. no problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know there's a there's a list actually that mm -hmm. the the food bank uses. I, I have that in the the link of the description to the video. Mm -hmm. Oh, great! Yeah, great. That's yeah. great. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a great message even for your own home because you're you're spot on. Um, so many people think they have a, a can of food or a box of food, and as soon as it hits that date, um, they have to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. um, but not only does it help your you know your 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 money, um, it also helps the environment because mm -hmm. you're not throwing things away. Um, and like you said, if it's something you can't use, you can pass it. You can pay yeah, it forward right. and pass it along mm -hmm. to somebody else. Um, and then, you know, we'll monitor that. Um, if I can take one more second just to give you guys some more kudos in terms of the youth agency. <laughs> Thank you. Um, in terms of, and, and you reminded me of this, um, as we talk about working with folks, um, we try to limit our food waste at the food bank. Mm -hmm. And so we created a composting project yep. and the youth agency. And I'm sure that's what Dr. D is probably talking about. Definitely was. Yep. That's so, the whole point. Um, yeah. So I'll let her get into the into the details of it. Uh -huh. But it's a, it's it's really important to us. You know, we, we have people bring in bags. We try to reduce the amount of bags that go out, you know, in terms mm -hmm. of plastic. Mm -hmm. um, we recycle. Um, and now we're able to take it a notch up and, uh, and do that. Um, and do the composting. Yeah. So, you know, we don't just try to have 
um, nutritional options for people to consume, but on the other side, we also try to um, do what we can to have a lesser uh, footprint, if you will. Mm-hmm. And what do you guys do with the, the compost? Do you guys give it to farmers? or? So we do. We have um, we have a wonderful range. So if, if we have any um, if we have any any leftover vegetables that mm-hmm. are going to um, be able to be preserved for the following weeks, so then uh, some of the farmers will take them back as long as they're the vegetables that we gave them because they have a very strict guideline mm-hmm. of what they can, especially our organic farmers. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have farms that um, we we have a saying. It, it, it's like when we get food in here, it's like it, it goes to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it could go to the animals. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some farms that do have animals that will take on um, some of those vegetables and things before they go too bad. Um, and then we have to do something about throwing it away. Yeah. And that's where the composting comes in. We have a, um, there are other partner in this composting project of ours is Sullivan Farms, mm-hmm. um, which is another uh, wonderful town program that started here at the youth agency. Yeah, um, and um, so what we're able to do that, because this is the food that can't go to the farms, um, can't really go to the animals. And this is your, this is the canned stuff and this is the boxed foods, yeah. like your cereals and your rices. Mm-hmm. And so um, you guys are able to, to break that down and they're able to specially use it for non-food composting mm-hmm. um, and use it appropriately. And uh, yeah, so it's a win-win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess that's about all we have. So I wanna thank you guys for coming out here today. It means a lot to us. I know it means a lot to the youth agency. And- Hope we get the message spread. Thank you, guys. And uh, good luck, Wanda, in your new position. <laughs> yeah, thank good you luck. very much. She's amazing already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to thank all our viewers at home for taking the time to listen to this, and we'll see you in our next episode.